Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. You gotta roll with it. They had it in post. Oh, hey everyone, welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. This week brought to you by Lynda.com and Dollar Shave Club. Hey, look, there they are. We'll talk about them more a little later in the podcast. Hopefully we can make this podcast. I'm not feeling... Oh, who, who do we got? I'm, I'm Gus. Gavin. Barbara. Brandon. So, G- Gus, I'm not feeling you, very well. Do you keep the pillow behind you? I don't know the proper etiquette with the chair. It's however you want it, baby. You don't have to it's operate a chair. You. It's also, no, I well, think it's specific the, chair. It's the coloring uh, behind you, I think, that adds to it, not the actual comfort You haven't level. calibrated that chair yet. No, I haven't. <laughs> I just, I like the couch. It's just being in the chair. I get... How do you like this couch? I just, it's awesome. just being on the couch. I feel comfortable. It sucks. It looks it's like great. it looks like your own nah. hair is a weird. Yeah, it's we, too late. I'm giving you a solution. Well, I like I never get to see Gavin anymore, so I like sitting next to Gavin. Lame. Just when I'm in the corner, I feel so so much pressure. Nah, it's like you're fucking. You're you're a like, king. You got your arms at your side, looking over your subject. So why don't you think you'll make it through this podcast, Gus? Uh, I've got potty problems. What are your potty? You got a bad anus. I've got I've got a bad anus right now. <laughs> <laughs> we, we recorded a podcast let's play a little while ago, and then afterwards, like immediately, I had to run to the bungalow. Do you think it was just the excitement from that no, podcast? No, because then play? again, right, we were sitting down at like five minutes before we went live. I was like, I had to run again. Excitement for the podcast. <sighs> Should we place bets on like which minute of the podcast? I'm gonna I, I, I'm gonna try to tough it out. I'm hoping that beer will fix it. <laughs> so can you not play that? <laughs> Someone gave me this at RTX. I don't know who it was. I also got one with uh, me on it it's as well. It's got like a King Gus on it. It's a Yeti cooler. Oh, nice. It's like etched in. It's really cool. It's pretty sweet. I also got this at RTX from, uh, it, they didn't leave a name with it, but it's a little Orf pendant. Oh, Orf. is that what that is? Yeah. And it's like don't the most amazing that? thing ever. I want us to sell this. Don't we sell like a pin? I would buy thing? this. We don't. We don't sell any Orf stuff, I don't think. You sure? Someone correct me if Orf I'm wrong. Sucks. What? We sell achievement <laughs> <Chiman> hunter pins. <laughs> we do. Uh, we sell is Orf your favorite character? Yeah. Orf is the most fun to voice because it's just like you could go pretty crazy and say the most ridiculous things and it's super cute. Hmm. Like, fuck my dick! <laughs> yay! That, that'll well, never, one day that'll... I hope to say that. Suck my dick, yay! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly the first part, but you the second suck part, my dick all and of it together. The girl saying yay, maybe? But Orf like, is kind of demented too. So like, I a big penis actually shooting out of Orf and her going straight down to the throat. Also, Orf is a girl, so I think. That's what Lindsay says. Well, I mean, it's a robot, so it can be whatever you want it to Why be. Why did you look at your watch? Very... She's a robot. <laughs> <laughs> that draw attention to it. Yeah. That's one of those. Watch, yeah, That's the thing with the watch. Yeah, you two were fucking making your phones beep like assholes earlier. <laughs> oh, I lost my phone. By that, I mean, I left it with you guys. Such a very good feature of the watch. Is yeah. You just bing your phone with... Yeah, but log in he had walked away from it for like five seconds. His yeah, phone started I mean, he's, going off. Oh, I was going to the bathroom and it, my phone has my key in it. So I was like, oh, crap. I can't get back in. Your phone has your key <laughs> in it. Better find out my where it is. My key card. Oh, is that in your phone case? Yeah, it's in my phone case. Oh. That's really anticlimactic. Do you well, see it, was, it seemed like there was like a brewing story. It's I think you figured out how to like pair it. Like Bernie's talked about how he wants to try to figure out how to like get his card, his access card in Apple Pay. Have you heard him talk about this? Oh, yeah. No, because it fucks up your phone. Every time you put it up to get your uh, the card scan, which is actually in the sleeve on the case, it thinks you're doing Apple Pay and it gets all confused. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> It's like, hold your finger down. I'm afraid I'm going to accidentally do that, and it's going to somehow charge me. So every time you open the door, your phone's like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Same thing with the gate, too, here, because I have to do the same thing. There. I hate, I hate this gate. Out. Why do you hate the gate? I hate when people go to the gate who don't work here, and they just sit at the gate and don't do anything and just wait for it to open while I'm sitting behind them with my key card ready to go. Well, what, do you, what would you do in that position? Move out of the way! I wouldn't park next to the call box <laughs> if I didn't have... In. They got to dial in. It's people who aren't even dialing. They're just waiting there for the gate to open. 
Do you think they might have dialed? All right, wait. So which gate is worse, this gate or the one at the old office? Well, you are the only one who had to deal with the old office gate. Oh, no. I'm not the only one. Everybody did, right? Audience, which is your least favorite gate? (laughs) Uh, The old gate gate was fine. The old gate only acted up for me every now and then. You're the one who had to deal with it most of the time. Yeah, there was one time where it was just like going fucking bonkers. And I knew how to fix it usually. Like I go in there, I rip off the like canister and like push some buttons. But it just kept going nuts and opening and closing. I was like, this doesn't make sense. I know how this thing works. Why is it doing this? And I found out it was Michael in his apartment just like hitting the open button (laughs) on his remote. I I think Michael told that story on a podcast one time where he was watching you fix the gate from his new apartment, which could see the gate of the old office. Yeah. And every time you'd fix it and it would start closing and you'd walk away, he'd wait just for it to close (laughs) and then he would click it and it would open. I I knew someone was doing something because it's it's a very simple device. He was watching and getting more and more frustrated. It was a Friday night and I (laughs) might have had plans. (laughs) I like to think those were Michael's plans. He was like, I was going to sit out here with a beer on my patio. (laughs) Yeah. And see how long I can keep Brandon at the office. Fuck with Brandon all night. There's a lot of people who would do that i would spend my entire friday night doing that what yeah. messing with brandon yeah well, it's just you're very good to mess with you, you always give a good night? reaction any Maybe night i have things to do and people Ma- to... let's be honest you don't <laughs> oh. especially in the last month my girlfriend has been out of town where so i do nothing in mexico oh. she's doing all the, the visa stuff oh yeah, yeah. been there my like friend this? yeah that's what i'm saying because it's you know you know what that's like it sucks uh yeah, so I, she's back i feel weird that we're actually doing a podcast on monday night we haven't done we haven't done a podcast on Monday night. I think like in three weeks because we've had uh, last week we pre-taped uh, with uh, Felicia Day. Then the week before was RTX. The week before was RTX. Oh, no, wait. The week before was what? No, you was didn't. It? Yeah, two weeks ago was the tenth. Yeah, yeah. We, oh, because RTX, the RTX was one. before. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That's scary. Yeah. It does feel kind of unnatural at this point. It's only been two weeks. Yeah. So then three weeks ago was the last time we were here. Uh, Felicia Day was night. awesome. I thought that podcast went really well. I was really happy yeah, with that. Yeah, she fit in with you guys really well. She was a great guest. Yeah. Now she tweets me pictures of plane wheels. Did you see? So someone who actually works at an airport tweeted us a video of that device in action. Yeah. What's like, the device? You know how on a jetway that attaches to the plane, like where you walk off, like the, the, the cover comes and closes, there's like a wheel that like stick comes out and like touches the aircraft. That we Gavin was trying to speculate as to what that wheel does, and you were right. Yes. You were dead on I, as to what that wheel does. And I so feel like someone who works on a jetway sent us that video. Don't really rise at me. I'm explaining. Okay. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> at first, the first video he sent wasn't very clear that what it was doing, but then the second video he starts moving it, and then an yeah, alarm like, started beep, beep, going off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it levels the thing. That's cool. Yeah. So uh, every now and then, Gus, I go to you, and I'm like, "Oh, I watched this new episode of Airplane Disasters." Let me like talk about it a little bit. I've seen probably maybe about 60 episodes or so, and it's to the point where I feel like the next time I fly on a plane, I kind of want to go talk to the pilot and be like, look, I've seen the shit. If something goes wrong in this flight, come to me, and I could seriously help you out. (laughs) I'm pretty sure whatever you know, the pilot knows as well. No. Well, that's the problem, though, is most of those or a lot of those are pilot error. So and you're they're like, they don't know what to do in a situation, the they get confused, freaked out. He should leave the cockpit, come and get you, and you'll fix the plane? Yeah. Uh, Brandon Farmer, he could you report to the <laughs> like, Earlier, Deadpool? Brandon came in to talk about an episode of Air Disasters. He's like, oh, man. He's like, I saw this new one the other day. Uh, this plane took off, and uh, the engine like flew off, and the, the, the pilots didn't know what was going on, and they stalled, and they crashed. I was like, oh, was that American 191? <laughs> he goes, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting one. <laughs> no, about <laughs> yeah. 
I'm nerd. taking the steam out. <laughs> I was like, oh, right, right. The, the maintenance people, instead of taking the engine off the pylon, they took the pylon exactly, off too. Yeah. And then they cracked it and they didn't realize it. He's like, it was like just off the top of my head. I was like, oh, yeah, I know that. I know that one. <laughs> the saddest part about that is they had no idea there was something wrong with the plane because the warning was powered by the engine they lost. That and I would like know that. System. Do you have any, like, not rituals, but things you do every time you board a plane or that you're on a plane? I you watch, do, like, yeah. for good There's luck? There's something I have to do every time I get on a plane. Do you touch the outside of the plane? I sleep. <laughs> I get in and just immediately try to fall asleep. It's not for luck. It's just I want to get off that fucking plane as fast as possible. Do you even do it, like, on Dallas to Austin or something? Yeah, like 30 sleep. minutes. But no, uh, no, no ritual other than that. What do you that. do? I don't, re- I don't have anything. I just watch how many people touch the outside of the plane. Like, what? It seems like 80% of people boarding a plane. I traveled with Bethany and she does that. She touches the outside of the plane. And then I think Jordan like Swear. Yeah. Just like, it's like. What, what if we find out, like, you don't want me doing that? Because <laughs> yeah. my yeah. acid would eat through it. Like, we'd be up at 35,000 feet and we'd have explosive <laughs> decompression because I touched the plane. And I think Jordan Swears always looks at the, like, year the plane was built. Mm. It's, and that's his good luck. It's written on the outside. Yeah. He, like, always has planes. to know. They use planes for a really And, like, all, I don't want to do any of that stuff. I don't want to touch the plane. I don't want to know when it was built. I don't want to know anything about the plane. <laughs> when I'm you don't want to know when it was built. No, I don't want to know anything. It's like, man. So, whenever I travel with Jordan, he's like, ah, 2002. And I'm like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a new plane. There would, was it, a, would it weird you out if someone did that, but when they touched it, they looked left and right and then kept walking? Like, and they kept would going. you be weird <laughs> out really? if someone no. rubbed Vaseline on the outside of the plane? Of course. Make it, yeah. make it faster? Just, you wouldn't know what it was. You'd just see like some goop on the outside <laughs> of the plane. What if someone like licked the plane? <laughs> what if you made luck? the plane go faster? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe airlines should be doing that. Someone's, uh, who is this, on Twitter, hold that ghost to saying that... Uh, Brandon, your girlfriend's out of town. You're wearing a wrist brace. One plus one equals two, right? Yeah. Uh, People are like, oh, well, just use your left hand. It's like a whole new thing. I'm like, it just, I mean, you know, I have a man's hand. It just feels like there's some dude, you know, so it feels, jerking me. So it doesn't feel like someone else. It just feels like a different dude. It feels like a different dude. It feels like somebody else. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, this is interesting. So what do you do? It's more like me <laughs> with the tip of my fingers. <laughs> that's not the sound you want to make when you're doing that. That's the, that's the sound I make. <laughs> Get the Vaseline. <laughs> Suck my dick. Yay. <laughs> Just go couch surfing. Couch surfing? What's couch surfing? Do you guys know what couch surfing is? Please explain couch surfing to us. Is that, that where you sleep on someone's couch? What? I, it's when you put something in between the couch cushions, like something squishy, like an apple pie or... A vagina. That's not a thing. Or don't do that. And then you, you know, go down stomach first and use and the... And you ruin your couch by yeah. smearing oh, so apple pie in between pie the two cushions? I don't know if you put something in between the cushions or not, but you use the cushions as like... That's way too much a work. A fake vagina. I've heard of people shagging like bags of Vaseline that's under their mattress. Bags of Vaseline. Like a sandwich bag of Vaseline. You, sh- you put it under the mattress. Like a Ziploc? And then just bang the side of your bed. That's so weird. I've, I've heard that. Yeah, that I mean, people however people want to do it. Aren't know? you afraid that no you're going to catch like the... Oh, never mind. Do it. No, like it's... You know what the, 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 the urethra opening? The urethra is the... Right, the, the opening tube. to it. What do you call the opening? Your well, pee hole. Pee hole. the urethra, if you were, technically. If you would catch that on like... A sheet, like the very, and it would like mean? pull it's it, sticking out. What are you talking well, if it, about? If it got in there and it just, no, trust me, tonight, give it a try. Why does urethra like protrude from his belly? No, no it doesn't protrude. About? But if you got it, it's if like it's the, the right angle, it would pull on it. No, what would? The bag of like a sheet, yeah, or anything you were rubbing on it or like into it. And people say vaginas are weird. Like my god, I just don't see. Like, I'd like to see an animation of what you actually mean there. Like what is going into your penis hole? 
Because it's flesh, so it'll stretch. Ah, don't <laughs> do the goatsy thing with your belly. What are you doing? No, I'm saying it's it's you're not stretching <laughs> it yeah. as you're like rubbing against it. There's just going to be the natural friction of you're whatever also, it is. Gavin's not circumcised. You have to remember that. So he might have a different experience. <laughs> No, but you you got it's like all like <laughs> I just hate the hand motions he's doing because I know he's describing a penis. It's no, with the, the circumcised, you just like you pull it, you just pull it back, right? It's like, like a turtleneck. It's like a turtle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. Jinx. Uh, yeah, try it tonight. You'll see what I mean. You'll try fucking my mattress. No, I'm not. I'm not going to try that tonight. <laughs> I can't believe that people really do that. That seems like way too much work. Do you think it would, I'm if, way too lazy? Is that do you think it would feel different depending on what sleep number you chose? <laughs> <laughs> What's the skankiest sleep number? <laughs> Do you think you could go to the mattress store and explain the situation and be like, well, how, what is how it? would the Vaseline? My in girlfriend's this model? out of town. What for is that a sleep month? number crap? Is that just like they just pump air into it? Yeah, basically. Just like makes it more firm, more pressure in there. Do you have one of those? I have. Is higher oh, yeah. softer or higher firmer? Higher is more firm. What's your sleep number? Uh, I think mine is 45 or 50. No, no, it's higher. That's 65, I think. Oh, so you're so, like. Pretty if much you and Esther sort of get it on, do you change to like a softer? Her so do you have a shag number? That's <laughs> uh, since I have like uh, my uh, my bed can do two different numbers. So she sleeps on a more firm side, and mine's more soft. You sleep on a softer side than Esther. Yeah, I would never expect. that. I'm a pretty princess. <laughs> <laughs> I require the softest. I really sleep. want you to have a crown just like drop down from the sky onto your head right now. Ding. Pretty princess. Room for the gift. All right. Explosive. <laughs> Poop explosive poop. didn't you say you had a poop story yeah uh i don't know how i came across this but apparently there's this museum in japan and they have a whole exhibit just teaching kids about poop and there's an actual slide that you go down into that's ma- like made the shape of a toilet bowl so it's like <laughs> made to make poop fun and exciting wasn't there a simpsons episode like that like where they go through a human body oh was that Simpsons? I think so. I think they were basing it on something. There's it's like this... when Maggie's, they think Maggie's a genius. How big would a human have to be for you to fit through it? Like if it was in a, like an amusement slide, you climb in the mouth, like how tall would the, the bloke have to be? Oh, is this the museum here? Oh, oh so you wear a piece of turd on your head. Well, it's like, oh yeah, it is like yellow turd. I love those hats. I want one of those hats. <laughs> Me too. That doesn't look like a toilet. Br- Brandon, what are you? Th- that... Wait. Brendan has something else pulled up on no, the No, you don't TV. show that one. Uh, Wait, we can't show this? It's blurred. It's blurred. Yeah, show it. Why not? I, I mean, so in this at... article, there's a link to a story on a different exhibit in oh Japan. Oh, my God. And it's about the human body. I like how the things... Alan texted you, by the way. We blur like the, the anus things, because... The, 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 the person's exhaling. Look at the, the puff of breath coming out of yeah. their mouth. Like, this is really uncomfortable. <laughs> I like how they blur the anus because it's an anus, and they blur the kid's eyes to protect his identity. <laughs> well, that's a Jap- the kid's eyes blurred? That's a Japanese porn thing, right? Like, all but that's of- not a porn thing. I know, but I'm saying, in general, like, anything... Like butts and and like anything down there has to be blurred, Maybe right? it's not blurred. Really? Maybe that's yeah. just the, what the way the painting looks. <laughs> Has anyone thought of that? That's also the exhibit. Like it's a it's a it's a pixelated curtain that you walk in to go <laughs> yeah. in the butthole. It's like a blur shot. That's gross. Oh, oh that's the uncensored. Lo- is is she crying? Like what is? Um. So I I Never saw mind. also that I think there's like uh I forget where it is somewhere in Japan there's a like a a, a poop inspired curry place Christ. that serves you like curry in what looks like a toilet. It's really disgusting. Don't they sell mugs also that look like toilets? And when you have like cho- or hot chocolate or coffee in there, and it looks like diarrhea. 
Gross. I've seen pictures of this before. Did you drink from that? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's funny. I'd also put like little marshmallows in it too. Well, Floaters. Well, be <laughs> pieces of sweet corn. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, so weird. I always get weirded out. Like whenever I see corn, I'm like, when did I eat corn? <laughs> like you whenever see happens, corn like, in your yeah, and I'm like, shit. I don't remember eating corn. Wait, do you turn around and inspect, or so do you just flush. happen to like see through the? When I go to flush, okay, you just happen to look. No. Yeah, but are you looking for that? Oh, there's or? the curry in the little toilet. That looks, Ew, it actually that's looks like disgusting. shit. Oh god. <laughs> Not a lot of curry. Can no poop, 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 poop. <laughs> it makes me nauseous. Okay, I think we lose Gavin too. It was food. You could eat that. Don't be grossed out. It's totally natural. Your eyes it's are just so curry. Con- everything, everything is gross because of context. Yeah, that's true. Oh, the poop condoms. No, <laughs> no, no. Don't start no. this again. Why'd you bring that up? <laughs> oh. That's like a, that's like one of the the most like commented stories ever on Reddit. I think, right, or one of the most upvoted ever. Now you got to get someone. Someone else say something. I got to get that image out of my head. Do you guys? Like, did you make me cough up my stitches? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gavin just had his. Uh, <laughs> Gavin just had his wisdom teeth out the other day. Yeah, my wisdom teeth is hurting. Uh, did, what did they put you under, like fully under or anything? Yeah, they they said they were going to sedate me. I assume that's what that is, right? Yeah. yeah, I don't remember anything of it. They basically they put me on oxygen, so I was just like breathing oxygen. I could hear my heart rate, which was high. Apparently, I was scared, and oh. then they gassed me with. The laughing gas. Like, do they just change it? Like, you, yeah. you have the mask as pure oxygen? Yeah. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, the pink gas comes in, and then you're just, like, out yeah, of they like, tell you to count back for... Back no, for no, time. I was just talking to them on the oxygen, and then, without telling me, they just switched on the, the gas. <laughs> and I was, like, and everything in my ears was, like... And I was, like, you turned it on, didn't you? And like, <laughs> yep. And I was just thinking of all these different things, and I think I, I said, man, people must talk a lot of shit to you while they're... Stri- <laughs> <laughs> would be funny if you get like they a, put their uh, I was on a drip as well, so they just turned that on. Oh while, yeah, while that's I was how they the administer. Gas. They don't actually give you gas, right? They gassed me to put the drip in, and then they turned on the drip, and I, I, I was it, loopy. I always wanted to like, because I've been under more than a few times. I always wanted to be able to get some kind of like mobile system set up to where it could be administered. You know, wouldn't have to be at a bed, and then start running on a track, <laughs> and then like start so it, and then see how long it takes, and how if you're just like a slow fall or if it's just like it's, it's amazing how fast acting that stuff is yeah you yeah just, like you think you can out. fight it yeah but then it's just, there's just, no way immediately give up Did well, you even say if anything? you focus all of your energy on like i'm really gonna fight i'm gonna go for as long as i screw it <laughs> immediately it just it's like give up drugs well the, the the scariest thing to me you know is we talked about this when i had my uh my thing years ago was the one they give you like the twilight stuff where you don't fall asleep you just don't make any memories. Like, you're still awake. That's weird. I think that's what and, I was on. Yeah. And it's like, with me, like, I was just an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, unfiltered asshole. And with no memory of it. Like, you wake up. Well, in my case, I woke up and my wife's mad at me. <laughs> I would be so afraid if I was awake during my procedure and didn't know it. Like, just in fear of what I would say to someone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy that I got put out completely. It's like, that, it's like uh, I would rather just be asleep and look disgusting. Than it's like be that like, old hey. girl, that old video of that uh, girl who's having her wisdom teeth removed. She's like, I want to have sex with Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Didn't she talk about, or wasn't there a video of a girl who's like, I want a big cock? No, no, no. Yeah. She was like, it was the same girl. She said, she, I want to suck white dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I mean, to be fair, 
you know. <laughs> and then you can like you never see the mom, yeah. but you like see an army child like stop that. <laughs> like she was talking about her, her doctor too, who was in the room. Yeah, right? like, my doctor's so hot. <laughs> what did you say anything after when you woke up? There's, you there's a video that we took of me afterwards. But yeah, I don't think I was actually asleep. I think I was just so loopy. I actually don't have a single memory of any tooth coming out. And I had four wisdom teeth removed. Were they impacted? No, they're all through. One of them was kind of like crooked up against my other tooth and it was just smacking into it. So it was gone. Hadn't you not been to the dentist in like 10 years or something like that before? Yeah. <laughs> wow. What a way to start. <laughs> so uh, whenever uh, like we talk about, you know, the different types of like wisdom tooth extractions here in the U.S., um, I, I'm always really interested because people in the UK or people in Europe will always reply and say like, why do people in America get put out? Like, why do you get knocked out? You know, in the, in Europe or in the UK, it's just like, you just go in and they just pull it out. Mm-hmm. So if you had the option, wouldn't you do that? Yeah. I've, I've been awake, like not lucid, <laughs> like completely awake for like mouth procedures it's it's horribly terrifying yeah. because you can feel you can't pressure. feel it but you can hear it oh. and that's and the it. thing that drives you insane but it's it's uh does it sound like a, a champagne cork coming out well no <laughs> so what they had to do is i had like a receding gum line like right here so they had to do a graph so they cut gum from the top of my like mouth oh my god they do that yeah they cut like a long rectangle and then they sewed it here. Before they did what? that, they had to take out the gum that was there. So what? they had to, like, scrape all the existing gum out and then, like, tape it or, like, sew it back onto this one place. That... It's, like, a different color, see? <laughs> oh, it is a different color. Oh, my God. And then I had it done a second time on this side. Have you guys ever needed to get a tooth filed down? No. no. That's the worst because usually you don't feel it, but you could hear it and smell it because you. Oh, it burns. Yeah, it, it's burning. grinding down the bone. So it like chips away and you smell the burning of your tooth. It's disgusting. Ugh. But yeah, there was one time uh, they didn't. There was no countdown. I just fell asleep and woke up and I was like, what's going on? Are we still having surgery? They're like, oh, no, you're finished. And I was like, what? Like cool. I felt cheated. Why? You wanted to feel it? Yeah, I just wanted to know. It was like the whole thing was over, and I never got to like you know not I don't know you just, you like you just want to be like taken throughout that whole process. I just felt a little like not what, abused but unappreciated. What was the first What was the first time you ever got like put under? I think it was knees right my first knee surgery on my right knee. How old were you? Ah, uh, geez, how old are you in sixth grade? Twelve, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, twelve or thirteen, I think. Yeah, twelve. No, twelve. What about you, Gavin? First surgery? No, the first time you were like put under, knocked out. Yeah, when my ball exploded. <laughs> Right, so you're older. First and only time was when I got my wisdom teeth out. Hmm. Never put under before. I got some, uh, I don't know what the actual name for this type of gas is, but it makes you feel like you've had like a few cocktails. So you're just like. That's what they call laughing gas, yeah. right? Or nickname but laughing gas? I don't, isn't laughing gas different? I don't uh-huh. know. It's like some like, not Twilight, but you just feel very like, you're cool. And you're just <laughs> like. Yeah, what's up, Doc? <laughs> <laughs> what about you guys? Uh, I think the first time I was put under was when I had my tonsils out when I was like 10. But like at 10, and maybe you have the same experience when you're 12. It's like you don't appreciate it or you don't fully understand it. I just wanted to go to Toys R Us <laughs> after. Like literally when we were in the car leaving, I wanted because I was like, I deserve this. Did you I'm go? having surgery. No, I didn't go. You didn't get to go to Toys R Us. <laughs> no, literally in the car driving back from the hospital. I was like, I want to go to Toys R Us right now. Seems like the perfect opportunity to go. Yeah, yeah. you think so. And have someone else pick out a toy for you because you can't walk. Yeah. I, uh, so I had my tonsils out when I was like 
10, I think. And um, a few years ago, I went to the doctor, probably like three years ago, to the doctor here in Austin. And I had a cold or something. So, like, the doctor was checking me out. And he's like, he looks in my ear. You know, he does a thing, looks in my ear, then, like, gets a tongue depressor, looks down my, in my throat. He's like, well, yeah, your tonsils look fine. And I was like, I had my tonsils removed when I was 10. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, what? And I go, my tonsils were removed when I was 10. And he gets a tongue depressor and, like, looks again. He goes, oh, yeah, um. I, I guess there's like little nubs there or something. I was like, oh. I don't know. I was like, I, he's like, you're full of shit. You fucking liar. Was he just Not phoning it in? I don't know. I was so like, either he just didn't care or whoever took your tonsils out botched it. Yeah, like, I left half a tonsil. So I don't know what the right answer is. What is a tonsil for? It's like immune system stuff. It's for making you sick? I don't know. Did you really get ice cream or is that just some, you know, uh, I got sherbet. Oh. I love Close sherbet, enough. so it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was not worth it. Not to be confused throat... with the UK version of sherbet, which is powder. Is it powder? Yeah. For what? What is, what is the UK? I didn't know there was another. There was another was sherbet. Sherbet for you is like it's cold, right? It's like ice, right. It's like sorbet. It's like ice almost. cream. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like a sorbet. Exactly. Yeah, sherbet's just like sour powder. Weird. What's that for? It's like for making a drink or something? It's so you can do this. Like a snack? Do you dip something? No, in yeah, it and you lick can like it? dip stuff in it, and you can have like a sherbet lemon. So you know that's we have those like dip and sticks thing. That's like a candy stick oh, that you yeah. lick and dip in some like sugar and sugar. Yeah, just dip, yeah, dip like solid sugar into like powdered sugar. That stuff's good. That was yeah. good. I really uh, want to get imagine one you now. pouring powdered sherbet all over your tonsils. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Coughing so it up had, and be like, oh, sure. It was not worth it. My throat was on fucking fire. For how it, long? Um, the first day was really bad. The second day still really hurt. But by the third day was it was better. Maybe it was amplified because you were a kid. And maybe it was amplified because they didn't take my fucking tonsils out. <laughs> <laughs> they just, just opened it up and like, eh, just like screwed around. There you go. I should have had my tonsils out as a kid, but I didn't. Maybe, maybe they took it out, but like the they're time. growing back. Maybe you're some kind of weird superhuman. Oh, is this your version of sherbet? Sherbet? Yeah, some sherbet. Oh, weird. Sherbet. Not sherbet. That looks fucking gross. Ours is also sherbet. Oh, is it? Yeah. Maybe ours is sherbet. No, that's B-E-T. Yeah, maybe that's wrong. There's a, there's a difference somewhere. But yeah, I'm, I'm basically, I'm just pretty crabby and like low energy because I haven't even eaten very much. You seem like it. Yeah. You seem crabby too. I've been eating soup and it sucks and I want to bite stuff. Okay. Did, you, Did you bleed out of your mouth on Friday? <laughs> that's me. After I have my tonsils. You have the most serene look on your face. <laughs> I, I swear good. I've seen I that look good, on Jeff's man. face before. <laughs> yeah. You have like cartoon hair in that picture too. Well, I was wearing a hairnet. They pulled it off. Yeah. That's like, they don't want tooth <laughs> dust getting in my hair. That's exploded. like Jeff in the ball pit. <laughs> yeah. It has like, the same look on his face. What's that thing sticking out of your mouth? Like gauze? Yeah. He looks like tusks. <laughs> man, they I like so, a really happy walrus. Yeah. I don't know if you had the same experience when Esther had her uh, wisdom teeth out. You know, they give you the gauze and everything, and they, they tell you, like, when to change it and how to change it and everything. And when they were, you know, they explained it to me because Esther was, you know, still recovering from the effects of the crazy gas. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> crazy gas. And so, like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, totally. I, I get it. I understand it. I know how to do this. So we get home, and she's like, oh, you know, I want some water. So, like, okay, well, we're going to need to change your bandages out. Nothing prepares you for, like, exactly how gruesome that pro- the first time you do that, that process is. It's like... I was like, all right, well, let's just take those out. Oh, my God, there's blood everywhere. <laughs> you don't want to freak out. So I was like, all right, a um, little bit of blood. Um, going to get some gauze. Going to see what we can do about that. Yeah, just when I, to tilt your head back a little. When I had to change mine for the first time, it was probably the second time we changed them. And I pulled them out, and uh, they were just like caked in like dark red blood. And I was like, oh, that's disgusting. And I felt something still on there. I was like, oh, I guess some of it like, ripped off or something. So I went, <coughs> And, like, a big lump of just blood. It was, like, just, like, goopy 
blood. It was like congealed. the scab or something. Yeah, like the blood clot or something. It just went into the sink, and I was like, oh, God. Gross. I was, like, poking it. It was did, disgusting. Did you try talking at all the first day you had it? Yeah. Did you bleed out? You didn't, like, start bleeding out of your mouth? No, yeah, I bled a lot through my mouth. Yeah, it's cool, right? Not really. It's oh. cool? It's just, yeah, no, I did that. Like, I, I wasn't sockets. thinking of it. I called a friend because you're just so out of it. And then I was like, oh, man, I'm, like, bleeding out of my mouth right now. I'm like, oh, this looks awesome. <laughs> you're, so, you're just standing you're in the mirror, a, like... Your silver um, lining is also, like, the creepiest lining ever. How's that... Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> I, I, I that. Well, like, I'm not going to bleed in a cool way any other... You know, I'm not going to get, like, a cool scar bleeding or anything. Bleeding through your mouth like, is a cool thing? No, I guess not. I guess it's... I guess, like, it's a controlled way to bleed. What are what you talking about? Like, it's like... <laughs> Any in that wound. situation, if I just had surgery and I'm bleeding out of my mouth, I'm like, you know what? I'm okay. This is a normal thing. If I was bleeding this much at a random situation, that would not be good for me. Call an ambulance. Yeah, call an ambulance. But it's like right now, Brandon, this is a controlled bleed. Everything is all right. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> you don't think it's... <laughs> It's Have you really ever bled not, a lot out of something? I can't imagine once like, a month bleeding like that and being like, I'm, "It's okay, it's a control bleed." Yeah. <laughs> it's like not a. B- you killed the control room. <laughs> uh, it's just not a bleed you got to worry about. But it is like a bleed a you got to worry about. You got to worry about any bleed. Yeah, but no, but I mean, it's like understandable. You're like, "Yeah, I'm bleeding. I just got you know mouth surgery. I'm all right." What about nosebleed? Those are scary. Oh yeah, that's scary. But that's. But I, I don't know what I don't know why that doesn't I'm having look cool, a Gavin. I'm not in control. You're just standing in the mirror with the blood dripping down your face, like yes. you're looking at yourself, like cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. Yeah, but you're not. You don't know why you have a nosebleed. That's that's scary. But I'm saying if you know why and it's not a big deal, you don't have to worry about it, then everything's okay. And you just enjoy it. You're like that looks awesome. <laughs> you're special. Yeah. yeah, you're an interesting guy, Brandon. You're a special one. Um, here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by lynda.com. <clears throat> we want to thank our sponsor, lynda.com slash roosterteeth, the online learning platform with over 3,000 on-demand video courses to help you strengthen your business, technology, and creative skills. For a free 10-day trial, visit lynda.com slash roosterteeth. Lynda.com is for problem solvers, for the curious, for people who want to make things happen. Maybe you want to master Excel, learn negotiation tactics, build a website, Boost your Photoshop skills. Go to lynda.com slash roosterteeth and feed your curious mind. Um, you can watch and learn from top experts, stream thousands of video courses on demand, and learn at your own schedule. You learn at your own pace, download tutorials, and watch them on the go, including access on your iOS or Android device. Your lynda.com membership will give you unlimited access to training on hundreds of topics, all for one flat fee. Whether you're looking to become an expert, you're passionate about a hobby, or you just want to learn something new, go to lynda.com slash roosterteeth now, sign up for your free 10-day trial. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash roosterteeth. Be sure to use that URL so they know we sent you. And, you know, I don't think we can stress enough, like, how diverse the range of topics that they cover is. It's like, you know, you can learn something technical. And, you know, frequently when we pitch Linda on this web, on this uh, podcast, we talk about, like, Premiere and Photoshop and things like that. But there's even, like, they kind of mentioned it here, like, some negotiation stuff. There's a whole marketing thing, too. Marketing, yeah. yeah it's, it's insane. Like, you should, even if you, know, you don't think you want to, you know, if you don't think there's anything you want to learn about, just go check out the website and look and you'd just be amazed. You'd be like, oh, yeah, like, there's so many things here I could absolutely learn from. Yeah, Linda. I mean, we've been using for for years. Just like just for like video stuff, and I was like blown away when I looked at like all the different stuff they do. But like they're entertaining. They're yeah. like they're it's it's not boring, which is a, pretty hard for a 
video tutorial. They're well produced and to the point. Like, yeah. you're, you're going to go in and you know, like, okay, this is it. I'm going to learn this thing. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Linda must be a pretty smart lady. Linda's a very smart Linda. lady. Linda. Um, oh, so I read a, a story earlier today about this really weird, dumb criminal. <clears throat> um, I, there's this guy who decided he wanted to break into a convenience store. So he climbed up on the roof and climbed in through the grease trap to get into the convenience store. But rather than, like, break in and steal the cash register, he stole, I think it was, like, a ham sandwich, which he ate there in the store, um, <laughs> two bottles of juice, and three packs of cigarettes. But, and he still came in through the grease trap? He came in through the grease trap on the ceiling. Like, I don't know why the grease trap's on the ceiling either. Uh, crawls into the convenience store. What's a grease trap? It's like when you fry stuff, you know, all the used oil? It's like where the used oil goes. Why is it? A f- why are they frying stuff in a convenience? Maybe they sell like French fries. Yeah, like or probably like shitty hot dogs. Or something. Yeah. Oh. And they uh, when, so after he like eats his sandwich and drinks his juice, he's gonna leave. He just realizes that all of the windows are barred, <laughs> <laughs> but he's covered in grease. So he tries to like squeeze out through them, and then he gets stuck. I looked at the see like that moment. He's like, oh, covered in grease. <laughs> yeah, he got he got the top half of his body out. He was like stuck at his waist, and the cop said that when he sh- when the cop showed up he said he saw the guy like half sticking out and the guy said help me i'm stuck and i need a poop <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh that's a that's a i guess is that it that i mean they could this have gotten Rotterdam that good of a picture I think this story was in florida but it probably looked artist artist interpretation <laughs> it looks similar it probably looks something like that that is quite a ways a way to go to get a free sandwich like why don't you just break into like a, a subway or something. Or just I, steal a sandwich from a convenience store that's open. Yeah. I just like his priorities. Like, officer, I really got to poop. I got to poop. It's funny. There was another story about a uh, a guy who got arrested and he really had a piss. And he was in the back of a cop car. And apparently this happens a lot where guys had to just pee. And uh, he was like super drunk, got arrested for a DWI. And the cop just told him, just go in your pants. That's just what they do. He's like, no, 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 I don't want to do that. I don't want to mess anything up. So he tried to be considerate, I guess, and in the backseat of the cop car, piss outside the window just because he's a nice guy. But I guess he couldn't get enough of a powerful stream, so he ended up just pissing all over the side of the cop the car. Window? Yeah, I'm surprised like that windows um, roll down. No, on like the outside, okay. just got it like completely. Like, do you I would, have wipers for that on the side? Yeah, no, I don't think so. I would think that. Windows on the side of cop cars like just wouldn't roll down, or they'd be locked constantly. I think that if if they can roll down, they have bars in them. Yeah, I guess so. I, think I thought it was just bars between the front seat and the back seat. Mm-mm. So, they, or like a that's plexiglass. A, that's a cab. <laughs> <laughs> Got to stay safe in a cab. So, yeah, it's a difference. <clears throat> I, I don't understand like like the disparity in like cab security. Like you get in a cab in Austin, and there's pretty much like no barrier between the back seat and the front seat but like you get in a cab in some cities and it's like the driver is encased yeah like in a plexiglass container and you have to pay them through like a little slot right there's like a little like slot you can exchange stuff through but like even the passenger seat is like blocked off is it just by the crime rate of the city probably i I guess in new york York that's what all cabs look like yeah pretty much right yeah they all have that plexiglass it's just insane to me, like how different those could be. What could so do you could you get through that plexiglass you, glass, you think? Oh no, no it. way. Really? With what? Like with just your body? No. Definitely not. I mean, yeah, you know, get like a hammer. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean the thing can stop bullets, right? Can it really? I imagine that's why they use it. 
Uh, It'd be pretty worthless if you could still hold a gun up and like. Yeah, but if people yeah. think that it can stop bullets, you know, case in point, ricochet against it into your head. Pretty sure it can. No, stop bullet. A bullet. Pr- I mean, that would cost. That would be really expensive, wouldn't it? Oh, I have no idea. What if we just really thick plexiglass? It could stop it, right? What if you just shot a lot at the ceiling, stuck your hand out, and then shot back down? <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of effort to shoot a cab driver. When yeah, I uh, gonna... <laughs> when I was in high school, I took a self defense class, and they teach you to sit, if you're getting in a cab and you're alone, they teach you to sit right behind the driver because it's the hardest place for him to like reach around to get you if he's trying to grab at you. Because mm. if you're sitting next to him, obviously it's easy. If you're sitting like across from him, it's yeah. easy. So I have a habit of sitting like right behind the driver, even if it's like it's minimal leg room. Yeah, it's usually oh, the worst creep, seat. That would creep me out. Yeah, yeah. If you're yeah, but I, ladies, I, I, I'm paranoid about somebody alone. like choking me. What when you drive cabs? No, just <laughs> drive like in just anybody in the back seat, like behind me. Just your friends in there. Yeah, just like they might choke you. Yeah, like just anybody. It's like, would, have you ever gotten someone like a, at a barber shop to actually give you a custom like shave a, with a cut a custom razor? shave? <laughs> Yeah, or like a. I want you know, a, a, a razor, <laughs> like a, a hard razor. Yeah, uh, no, I've, I've never done that. Would you do it? No. Why? Uh, I get nervous about that. Like they'll, they'll trim me with the straight razor, like on the back, like on my neck. But as far as the full shave, no. I, I think I'll just your do Adam's that apple is too lumpy to well, get was, a good. Ba- it would like get in all the nooks. I also get paranoid because, like, you see, I've got like this birthmark. I've got a couple of birthmarks like this that like stick oh, out. Yeah. Um, That's a mole. Mole, whatever. So it's like I'm always paranoid that someone's gonna. Can you see it? I don't know. Beauty mark. So you're afraid that something that someone's gonna like cut it off. They would accidentally hurt you. Yeah. That apparently they don't bleed. They don't stop bleeding when you cut a mole off. No, that's what I've heard. Weird. Like why is that? Like the blood. Do you think it looks cool? The platelets. See, that's not a controlled <laughs> bleed. Controlled bleed. <laughs> that's not a controlled bleed. You cut a mole off, you start bleeding. That's a problem. That's yeah, that's so, a problem when you bleed from anywhere. No, not. Is it know. just like the platelets can't form over? Where a mole was? I like, think it's why just, c- there's I a know. lot of blood flow there. Like, there's a lot of uh, veins that go, or a lot of, like, a lot of vascular infrastructure. Do you there. ever get those checked out? Yeah. Okay. I have had a couple removed before. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Yeah. So, uh, just because, I mean, there's, there's nothing, like, bad with them, but it doesn't hurt to. Yeah, I just know that, it. like, it's, it's good to keep them checked out because those are more likely to get cancer. Hey, hey. It's yeah, it's your word. back. Like, if it's on your I back. I shouldn't say that because I jinxed you with the shingles. So you I'm gonna, absolutely did. I'm not going to jinx you with the Oh, man. The other, the speaking, of, speaking of doctor stuff, um, last week, was it last week? Yeah. <clears throat> um, I went to the doctor. I've got apnea. So, like, when, I, when I'm asleep, I stop breathing a lot. Uh, <laughs> and it makes me snore like crazy. So, Esther finally convinced me to go to the doctor to uh, get it checked out. So, I go to the doctor. And uh, it's like a specialist who, like, who treats all this stuff. He says, okay, you know, well... You know, there's a couple of different things we can do. First, we have to measure your apnea. He goes, we can, we can do it one of two ways. Did you have to sleep in front of him? <laughs> I'm going to get to that. <laughs> <laughs> the first way is, you know, we can do uh, a sleep study where you go to a facility and, like, doctors watch you sleep and they hook you up to stuff. And uh, he's like, but that's like $3,000 a night. Whoa. And I was like, what's the other option? <laughs> it's, not, it's not covered by health insurance? No. The, uh, How do I th- get that, that job? So then I was like, well, what's the other option? He goes, well, the other option is we give you like this take-home kit and you like hook all these wires up to yourself and you sleep in this get-up for three nights and then you bring this, the system back to us and we read all the data off of it. And I was like, oh, and how much is that? He goes, oh, that's only like 200 bucks. I was like, okay, obviously I'm going to do that one. I'm not going to spend oh, yeah. $3,000 a night. It was <clears> the worst sleep of my night because it's like, what, what was it? I had this thing around my chest. Um, this, hobby? Yeah. Uh, and I think it also measures like your chest like expansion, like uh-huh. your breathing rate. Um, I had this like fucking 
face mask thing that like had little probes that went up my nose. Uh-huh. Uh, and I had this like thing I had to clip onto my finger. And then you have to like you have to hook it all up. Then you have to turn it on to like hit record on this machine. And then and then the instructions are like go to sleep like you would normally. And it's like you're just there like covered in all these lines. Like, How the fuck do you sleep? Could in you this? sleep on your side at all? Not really. Like I could kind of turn a little bit, but it's like uh, for three nights I was just like awful. You must I have been so cranky going to sleep because it was like it was like there was one position I could sleep in. Doesn't defeat the purpose. If it's like just completely yeah, like, ruining your, your sleep. sleep, yeah, I don't know. And let's put so now, ha- having experienced that, would you take the three thousand dollar option of the, the lovely? But, see, night the sleep? thing I started thinking is like, how much more shit do they hook you up with there to justify like the three thousand? It's probably like they probably still put some of the same stuff on you. Right, I bet it's more. I feel like oh, I think they just watch. I feel like because they were <laughs> hooking you up though, that would put you at peace. Like when when like other people, yeah, like, like when other right. people are messing with you, and all you have to do is lie there, I'd be like, oh, I'm getting, getting sleepy now. Yeah, but then you would always think like someone's watching me sleep, and that would probably get to you. No, I don't, like I, I, I feel I don't like that would be difficult for me to fall asleep if I knew people were monitoring me. Oh yeah, because okay, I'm like, so are my nothing, eyes half open, or my am I drooling? Say nothing was different about your sleep get up, except there was a webcam in your ceiling, and anyone could watch it. Would you find it hard to sleep? Probably anybody could watch it. Yeah. Could probably be a good YouTube channel. <laughs> Watch Barbara sleep. Mm. I mean, the whole ASMR. the whole point of of paying three grand, right, is so you don't have to do all that stuff. They just they just probably watch you and study no, you and they, make they observations. They still have to hook up that stuff to get like empirical data, dat, data, Dirter. data that <laughs> they the can measure, part. right? Mm. Yeah. So the whole I thing, guess. like, like so, all that stuff hooks up to this little machine. It's like this big. And you like put it on your nightstand, and it's just got like a little SD card in it. And then like when it's done, like you give it to them, like all right, we're gonna we're gonna mail the SD card off, and they'll they'll analyze it. When was that that you did that test? Um, it was not this past weekend, but the one before. It was like so you don't have the Friday. results yet. No, I was hoping I'd have them by now. Damn. Let you know how how, how long up I am. Was. Yeah. So does it just measure how long you stop breathing? Yeah, I think, and it also measures like the oxygen level in your blood. I think that's what the finger one was for. Right. Um. But yeah. So. It's interesting. So it's it's awful. Like having apnea is terrible because sometimes I'll be in a dream, totally normal dream, everything's fine. Then like partway through the dream, my dream self has trouble breathing, and then like <laughs> oh, yeah, my dream self like can't breathe. I, I like and, the idea of you being in this awesome dream and you're like, this is going really well. In a moment, I'm going to start choking to death. So I've had the most. <laughs> yeah, yeah and it's just like it, like and it's awful. Like imagine like if because you're in a dream, you think. It's your real life, right? Like, imagine yeah. if you're just like walking around doing something, and all of a sudden it's like you're breathing, but like you're not getting anything. It's just like nothing's coming in, and then I wake up like gasping. <laughs> so you can. Uh, so funny. Yeah, it's can, fucking hilarious. You can practice like breathing longer, right? Like if you hold your breath, uh, you keep like just doing that over and over and over will increase your lung capacity, right? So like over time, you'll I think be it's able- more to do with mindset, though. Is it? I think like the state that your brain is in. Because some people go to like a meditative state, meditative, and uh, they can breathe, they can stop breathing for like five minutes at a time. So right now, if you get to that state, you would just stop breathing five minutes. Yeah, I think it's just like, you you teach your brain not to panic. Really? It's nothing physical about just practicing? I think that might be involved as well, but it's not I've been wasting a lot of time. I think you do have to practice. I think you have to practice like expanding your lungs or something. I would do that when I used to go swimming and my friends and I would have contests of who could stay underwater the longest. Why don't you do it now? Because I could cheat. I could just breathe through my nose. No, I'm just saying, like, try to, like, dunk your head in the bucket. When you're just, like, at your desk, like, hold your breath. Because, like, think about it. If you, even if you didn't swim, if you could increase your lung capacity and just hold your breath for longer and longer, 
decrease your but you know, actually, option of like drowning in the world. Is it actually literal lung capacity? Like, are you expanding the lungs to the point where they can hold more air? I don't know if it's that or like better? be able to deal with the pressure more, but I mean, it would, say, it would help you out if you're in a situation where you might drown, right? This makes sense to everyone else, right? Sure. Well, if you could hold your breath for longer, yeah. Yeah, so like, why don't you every day practice holding your breath? What are the odds I'm going to drown? People drown. Right. What are the odds I'm going to drown? We're also in Texas. One in nine. We're not as close to water (laughs) as a lot of people. (laughs) I don't get in the water. Like, that's not a concern for me. (laughs) I know, so you don't know how to handle yourself if you're in the water. I'm saying, why don't you practice... I don't know how to handle myself in outer space either. Should I fucking practice yeah, holding my breath not gonna, for that? You never accidentally end up I in outer space. I never accidentally end up in the water. Some people accidentally end up in the water. <laughs> That's I the don't. whole point. It's an accident. They don't mean to get in there. How? I don't know. Maybe your car falls. In Austin? Where? There's a lake. Yeah, this is absolutely ridiculous, Brandon. We how many people die drowning recently. every year? Can we look at that but up? But who accidentally get in the water? Well, I'm sure some people crash cars Stanley. off bridges. I'm sure yeah. this, I, is a, this is a tiny number. I, I'm kind of with Brandon on this one. I feel like the majority of people who drown don't mean to be in the water. Like, their car You're falls You're right. They in. don't want to be in the water at that moment. And no, like, that it's thing? not people who are swimming or something. Like, I'm sure yeah. a lot of people drown who are I swimming think, or at the lake or, or whatever. I think the vast majority are people who voluntarily okay, go. I mean, if you accidentally find yourself people. in the water and if you... I'm, if I find myself accidentally in the water, I will let myself sink to the bottom and die because... Of, of what the situation I mean, no, you'll, you'll think about it and you're water. like man if i just would have like expanded my lung capacity i would have been okay <laughs> and the last thought in your mind is going to be brandon was right i can swim that is the last thought i can swim i think wh- i'm an adult i think if you crash your car i don't float but- there's something about you have to wait until you hit the bottom before you do anything because right? of the pressure like you can't open the door until the car hits the bottom of the the riverbed or the like ocean? You have to, yeah, wait for the water to be, like, equalized between the two or more equalized. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, at what point, sucked. at what depth do you need to exhale as you're rising through the water? Because that's the thing that would freak me out. Well, you have to exhale as you ascend, As right? you ascend, yeah. But, I mean, you know, not if you're, like, 10 feet deep. Just always like, at what point? What, what is the bends? What? It's when you bends. are really deep under a lot of pressure and you come up too fast. Uh, nitrogen bubbles form in your brain. I'm going to look up. And it can probably, like... Paralyzed. It can well, fuck you up. Yeah, I've heard about it. I just didn't know like what was actually happening. This is nitrogen. Nitrogen. Have you guys ever gone scuba diving? No. No. Oh, fuck that. <clears throat> I took uh, scuba diving lessons when I was young, and we only like went in a pool. We never went in an ocean or a lake or whatever. Do you sound like Darth Vader? <laughs> yes, we did. Everyone kept doing that joke. <laughs> Every single one of us. But they told us, "Don't hold your breath when you're on the tank and when you're underwater, because your lungs could explode." And so that fucked me up. <laughs> so, like, while I'm doing the scuba diving, I'm just like, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. Because I, I don't think it's, like, an f- actual physical thing where they explode and you die, but... Dan, Dan did it in a, I think, in a wreckage of a ship. And he said it was really cool because when you're in inside of the ship, you don't know which way is up anymore. Yeah. Aside from the bubbles is how you know what way you're facing. So it just feels like you're flying. like Weird. Through. It was cool. Yeah. I would like to try it if I wasn't terrified of suffocating you remember that video of the Shameful. the divers going through that uh, that boat that it sank like uh they found a boat it was somewhere off the coast of africa i think they there was a boat that had sank like 10 days before or something and the divers were going through to like start salvaging it yeah and it's pitch black and while they're going through they find someone still alive down there oh my god uh, I, think, I think you told me about that yeah it's like it's just like living it's like he had found an air pocket in the dark <laughs> in the dark and was just like in this ship <laughs> at the bottom of like a lake or something and it's like can you imagine being fully, that diver fully, con- fully content 
I don't think he was content, but imagine being that diver where you're like swimming through a shipwreck. You don't expect to find anyone (laughs) like that. Somebody grabs you. Christ. (laughs) And then you bludgeon him to death. I don't know if you can shit yourself in a scuba suit, but I'm sure that guy figured it out pretty quick. Speaking of which, how are you feeling? I'm feeling okay. The beer's helping me. I took a... I took some uh, some uh, medicine also before I came on. Did you? Just to be safe, to help me get through it. Gus, how many people do you think die in dive drownings every year? Dive dr- In the world? No, in the U.S. In the U.S., I think 5,000 people a year drown. 3,500 fatal unintentional drownings. Yeah, these are just every unintentional drowning is unintentional, my just friend. Unintentional there is drownings. no such thing as an intentional drowning unless uh, it's murder. According to the Center of Disease, and Disease yeah. Control and Prevention, there are unintentional, unintentional drowning. Unintentional drowning is not the same as someone who didn't intend to be in the water. Well, you it's, just, it's you like boating accidents are the other part of it. It's people who were not on a boat. They are just in the water. And Shout out no to me plan. getting pretty close on my guess. 80% or male, Gus. You're male. I would have guessed way higher. In the U.S.? Yeah. That seems like a low I mean, number. There's a lot of drunk people, drunk rich people who live on the lake. I think it's Anyone 10 people a day. Uh, yeah, it'd be somewhere around there. That's Thanks, still dude. a lot of people, though. That scares me. Just, just don't unintentionally drown. Unintentional drowning. It's a I've heard it's, I've heard it's quite a good way to go. I heard really. That yeah, I've heard awful. That from people who have drowned. Yeah. And been resuscitated. I thought you were just gonna leave it. I heard there's, that, there's the moment of acceptance where you're just like, oh, I'm done. Lungs fill with water, and then you're just like, uh, there's a, see you later. There's a, um, I saw a YouTube clip of this. There's a a TV show in Australia. I think it's called something like Bondi Rescue. It's about like lifeguards on Bondi Beach in, uh, in Australia. I've seen a clip from that with the, yeah, and there's this, yeah, there's this one, uh, episode, this clip you can watch online where, uh, they all start freaking out because it's like, uh, a dude who's being brought, dragged up to shore, who's drowned. Like they pull him on the shore. He's, he's dead. Like he's not breathing, his heart's not 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 beating. And he looks all like blue. Like yeah, he's like totally blue. And so like they have to rush a defib out to him, and they're doing CPR, and uh, like they're they're doing first aid, and they get his heart restarted. And then he starts like coughing up water. Like he starts coughing up like tons of water. Like whole, holy shit, I couldn't drink that much water that he's coughing up. <laughs> and uh, you know, then they cart him off to the hospital. The guy lives. Like he was dead, blue. They bring him back to life, and then like a week or two later, he comes. The guy who's still alive, you know, who they brought back to life, comes to the lifeguard. Uh, house to thank everyone and they're like oh do you want to see the video because you know we had cameras like do you want to see the video of us oh. pulling you out of the water he's like yeah and he's kind of like laughing and they show him the video and he's like that's me he's like i'm i'm dead like he like it hadn't connected with him like to see yourself like yeah as a lifeless blue corpse essentially not, not many people see that that's insane yeah. Yeah, he looked super freaked was, out was this the same video where the defibrillator was like a smart one where they connected it to him and it kind of just did everything for him. Yes. It was like, it was timing stuff and like mm-hmm. nobody, they just hooked him up and just pressed go and it was just like, yeah. no, they, they were like, don't touch him, don't touch yeah. him. Like everyone stopped touching him. And he was all like, all like mingled up. There's a video died. of this online? Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was on the TV show. So yeah. Oh, it's kind of gruesome. It's not like, Do you get I guess the, knowing that he lives makes it bearable to watch. Still though, that's really fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think the, you would ever the, see it without. The defibrillator was so cool. <laughs> like it was, it would shock him and then, Measure him and like wait and then shock him again and nobody touch. See, him. like screw expanding your lung capacity. You just carry one of those around with you. I think at all times, uh, just like keep it like connected. Several <laughs> years ago, I think the dude who invented those, the automatic external defibrillators, yeah, um, he got saved by one in Austin. No way. Yeah, there's. Uh, I think there's. You know, they're installed at a lot of places, and uh, I think he had a, a heart incident at the airport in Austin, and they used the machine he invented, saved him and brought him back to life. Damn. That is the coolest thing ever. 
Gavin, so you have an Apple Thanks, Watch, me. Right? Yeah, I do. High five. Self high five. Hey. <laughs> if there was a way, because it, it measures your your heart rate, right? Yeah. If was if there was a way to connect that to Twitter, to where, as soon as like you died, like it detected no more heart rate, you sent like one last tweet. Oh, that's but what cool. if it malfunctioned? Like, like, well, mine would just be like, I regret nothing. <laughs> you really it, regret nothing. <laughs> mine would be delete my browser history. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there like um, hospital wristbands that say that? Like you know, people have those. Um, I forget what they're actually called. They're like a bracelet that has your medical information on it. Mm-hmm. And on one side, there was someone who posted online that said, "Delete my medical history or delete my uh, browser history." Nobody else saw that. Was it Jared Fogel? Cool. I love telling a story and everyone just sitting in <laughs> silence staring at me. That's good to punch it up. <laughs> hey, punchlines. No punchlines. Did you make a Jared Fogel joke over there? No, I was just asking a simple question. I think that's a good idea, though, with the the last tweet thing. Yeah. Because I, as I was about to go under, I looked at my last tweet and I was like, "That was a really lame tweet." I was just yeah. like replying to someone. It wasn't really funny. So I tweeted like, "If this is my last tweet, I died getting my wisdom teeth taken out." Super <laughs> lame. But I think it'd be good to have one of those in the bag. It's like a will almost. What was Le- Leonard Nimoy had a good one, right? You remember that? Oh yeah, that was it was. I really, I'd like to publicly say, if I die, can nobody tweet from my account? It's weird. Why yeah. would we? I do people do that all the time. Like, it's on Facebook. Like, usually. Paul Walker tweets all the time about, like, Paul Walker movies coming out. It's like... Oh, they, that's weird. Wait, weird. what? Yeah. I'm sure it's, like, his... It's his, his like, agency. Yeah, his it's still, like, it's Roger Ebert's account, but I'm okay with it. It depends account? on the context. Roger Ebert. Uh, yeah, but if it's a personal account like that, that's kind yeah. of really sketchy to use someone's dead person's account. Yeah. I'm sure someone got ownership stuff. of the account when he died. I'm sure it was, like... It's his manager or something. And yeah. using it for promotional stuff? Like, that's just weird. Yeah. It's bizarre. Well, yeah, no, with me. Leonard Nimoy's was, a life is like a garden. Perfect moments can be had, but not preserved, except in memory. Fart. Aww. Wow. <laughs> yeah, the fart at the <laughs> end. Could I just steal that one to be my last tweet? Yeah, it's like, that was perfect. Could it was I just really retweet good. Leonard Nimoy as my last tweet? Did he tweet? get shot in a space, like, after he died? Or was that just... That was... Uh, was uh, that... that was Scotty's remains, wasn't Scotty, it? Scotty, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know that... Uh, that's a common thing anymore. It's expensive, right? Sending stuff to space. Oh, yeah. Very expensive. Yeah. Uh, I'm really excited about that. You know, we, we've talked about that uh, to death, Bernie and I. Uh, I'm really excited for that Martian movie to, uh, that's coming out later this year. Based, ba- the, the Martian? Movie? Based on the uh, the book that we've talked about ad nauseum at this point. Did I tell you I started a lot watching of people in that movie. True Detective, yeah. by the way? Oh, really? I watched the first episode. Is it good? I, yeah, it's a slow burn, though. It's slow. Yeah. At the beginning. But it's funny because I never... <clears throat> read or saw anything about that show because I was trying to keep myself very far away from it. I did not know that Matthew McConaughey was in it. Yeah, he's really good in yeah, it. I didn't really know he was like the, one of the main characters. Yeah. yeah, they're both pretty awesome. Yeah. Really. Yeah. That was the show that it got me. A, it took a couple episodes or a few episodes to get me into it. No, it episode like one. I, episode one, I was hooked. By the end, like really? right at the end, I was like, yes, I'm all about this I'm show. Detective. Yeah, but. Uh, but definitely by like episode three or so, three or four, that's yeah. when you're like. And wasn't season really two kind of disappointing? Season two was very different. Oh, um, I, I liked season two. Yeah. A lot of people did not like season two. Interesting. Uh, I thought season two, it, it did have problems. Season two suffered from the fact that I think there were too many characters and too many like branching storylines that took too long to come together at the mm. end. Like the, the story became so wide and fractured, it was hard to keep track of everything that was going on and all the pieces because it was so complicated. And when it came together, it was almost rushed at the very end. Like, 
oh, well, this stuff's a little too convenient. Like, in order, if they were really going to branch that far, there should have been like another five episodes to really pull all the conclusion together. And I think the setting is just way more relatable. It's just a city as opposed to the first season where it's like rural Louisiana. Well, <laughs> season two is not just 90s. necessarily a city, though. Season two takes place all over California. Right. A lot of it's based in one city, but there's like goings on in lots you of other places. Saying, though, but it's just like the, the setting in the first season just seemed like like you couldn't name the city. Extremely cool, right? Like indifferent. I watched the uh, the trailer to The Martian, and I just realized like how into space movies I am at the moment. Like mm-hmm. I love watching space movies on Blu-ray, like all big mm-hmm. on a projector. Are they ever going to release 4K Blu-ray discs? I think um, it's all. I think all 4K stuff at this point is like. Digital delivery. It's not good enough. Not, it's not. Yeah. It's, it's too compression-y. Yeah. 4K doesn't yet look good in the consumer's hand. F- it looks good projected at the Alamo. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, that's DCPs. I mean, that's that's like high quality. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like consumer-level I just, stuff. I, just, I don't want to buy a 4K TV because I just don't want to see, like, compression 4K ne- 4K Netflix is pretty good. Do you have it? But again, it's like a very limited... I've seen it here. We have it in the, yeah, the comms room. Oh, really? Yeah. I might check it's, it out. It's like a, but it's a very limited selection of stuff. Yeah. And you have to pay extra for it. Yeah, Mar- <laughs> I mean, what? if Marco oh, yeah. Polo, I watch Marco Polo. It's pretty, pretty. If they put Blu-ray on, if they put 4K Blu-rays out and put like an additional like 10 to $15 on their price, I think I'd buy them still. I'm still <laughs> really into like the lostness, losslessness yeah, of, if, of Blu-ray. If it's a movie I really like, I'll get it on Blu-ray. Yeah. I have plenty of movies on digital, but if it's like one that I'm like really into or like I'm really impressed with like the cinematography, I have to have Why it. Is that? I did that with Interstellar. It looks way Interstellar's yeah, I was just a like, perfect I example to, of that. When I was watching it at the IMAX, I was like, I'm definitely getting this on Blu-ray. Even if I don't think the movie's incredible, I'm definitely mm-hmm. I just want to watch it and experience it's it on just Blu-ray. The visual quality is yeah. so, so much better. Them deep blacks, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the blacks where you really like notice it. Which is why in space, yeah. in space movies, like it's so key. Yeah, and I, I'm I have a very critical eye as well. Like it was a big part of my job back in the day was just like image quality. But streaming a movie like that, you get you get you see the compression in like squares and like gray squares. I remember when <clears throat> it was probably shortly after Adam Baird started. No, no, it was maybe a year after Adam Baird started. You were authoring one of the Blu-rays over in the annex at the old building, and uh, you called me over to see like what I thought about like five different compression types you would oh, run through. That, yeah. And so I walked over with Adam Baird and I looked at them and I ranked them one to five from best to worst. And it was the correct answer. Like I, I was, that I, order I was able to pick, you know, the highest quality, the lowest quality. And then when I did that, Adam Baird looks at me and goes, how the fuck can you tell the difference between <laughs> any of those? I was like, is it not super obvious to you? Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, I can't, he's like, I can't tell the difference at all between any of those. Also, really? I just want to point out that Adam Baird since then has gotten glasses. So maybe that has something to do with it. And was that like Halo 1 footage 2? Was that like from, from season 1? No, that wasn't season 1. It was, um, I think we were looking at Halo 3 stuff at that time. Yeah. I mean, it's people feel like there's not a big difference. But if you were to actually put it in front of them, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's, that's way better. It's well, just... When I was first reading about 4K, like... I don't know. It was, it was being shot like maybe a decade ago at this point was yeah. when you were starting to see 4K. But in every article that I saw written about it, it was that the human eye can't tell the difference between 4K and 2K. And I was like, oh. so that was in my mindset. And then I saw it. I was like, everyone's an idiot. You can, yeah. you can totally see the difference. Wait, you it's like see... four times more. It's four times bigger. Where do you see 8K? Have you seen AK? Yeah, like we saw AK at uh, mm, NAB. Yeah, it like blows your fucking. That shit head. is crazy. It's, yeah. it's 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 almost hard to look at. 
Yeah. Wait till you so... see OK. Like 4K, you're like, this looks pretty good. And you see the 8K, you're like, oh my. Like you would think like, oh, that's stupid. It's just overboard. But it's like, it just blows your fucking head off. It's awesome. But but these are the conversations I love because they're going to sound so dumb in like 15 years. Well, now 8K. we have audio record of it. <laughs> yeah. But I remember when we went to NAB and we saw like those 8K displays, they were still obviously, this was a couple of years ago. So they were still like not ready for consumer like it was still like prototype stuff and not yeah. quite finished so like uh the sony 8k tv they had was like in their booth but they had built like walls around it and darkened the area around it to make it like pop even more and yeah. make it like really stand out like it was all like a very controlled environment to make sure that the television looked as good as it could it's just weird what all these companies grasp onto to like get ahead of everyone else like it was you know like it was like hd ready for a while and then it was hd and then that everyone was going ape over the re- refresh rate. Like, oh, it's 240 hertz. Yeah. Nobody cares about that anymore. Now like, everyone now hates it, it. Now it's curved. It's like nobody knows really what the consumer wants. So they're just like, like look. All the- well, they need to figure out a new TV. People have been buying new TVs for years. What? And it's going to get to the point where people are already at the point where like, I don't need one. Does everyone again. still make curved TVs or did they give up on that yet? I don't know. I think that was a gimmick. I'm not Total gimmick. I mean. Michael Lindsay got a curved TV and so did Bernie, I think, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it, they look cool. It's just, I don't think that's the future. Nah. There's a Vizio I, TV that I think is eighteen hundred bucks. It's like seventy five inch TV. Yeah, it's, it's their it's their four K TV. Ma- like, how can you buy less than two grand a seventy five inch TV? I don't. It's massive. Like your own movie theater. Yeah. I don't think they're ever gonna have four K Blu rays. I think if you're gonna get a four K movie like a hard copy, it's gonna be on like you'll buy a USB stick with it, hmm. and then you just plug that into your uh, your TV. But you could fit a four K movie on a Blu ray. On like a a jewel layer. I don't know. Uh, it might not have. It might not be very long. Like you might have. It might have to be a short movie. No. Yeah. It would. Uh, like basically a feature length thing for us gets up to like twenty eight gigs, but it's a pretty like liberal. And a Blu-ray is what fifty gigs of storage? I think it's for two layers. It's, it's forty eight. Yeah. It's forty eight gigs. Um, but then again, we have a lot of other extra stuff. We're nerds, guys. Really I wish I could relate. You could fit, it, it'd be, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's it's going to be all USB. Like that's how you'll buy. Remember I don't know. How Titanic was on two VHS tapes. <laughs> <laughs> was it really? Yeah. You yeah, remember? It came, oh like, in yeah. That fat case. No, I think mine was on one of those LP VHS. And then I remember we got the DVD of it too for lower quality. Yeah. Yeah. Just like Titanic's on one DVD, but two VHS tapes. Yeah. <laughs> the future. <laughs> I remember watching, like, half of Magnolia, and then I put the other half in. I'm like, oh, look at the tape. I don't have much to go. And I got to the end. I was like, sweet. And I was like, intermission, put in tape two. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Magnolia's a long movie. (laughs) Yeah, the movie's really long. Here, let me uh, me read something. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. Uh, I got to tell you, shaving the old way sucks a lot. It hurts, you lather up with cheap foam, wincing as hair is scraped from your face with those old, worn-out razors you won't throw away because they cost so damn much. Not anymore. Dollar Shave Club sends amazing razors for a few bucks, and when you use them with their members-only Dr. Carver's Easy Shave Butter, it completely changes the game. Forget foam, this stuff is the real deal. It's magic. Something happens when you put it on. It's hard to describe, but it feels amazing. It's the most gentle, peaceful shave imaginable. You barely know you're shaving. Other shaving products can leave your face feeling dry and tight. It's awful. Dr. Carver's Easy Shave Butter is high-quality stuff just like their razors. It's got organic, all-natural ingredients like pear cactus and black willow bark, so your skin feels fresh, smooth, and moisturized after every shave. It's great if you have sensitive skin. Dr. Carver's Easy Shave Butter. I can't say that tonight. Dr. Carver's Easy Shave Butter. Dr. Carver's Easy Shave Butter. Uh, From Dollar Shave Club is like nothing you've tried. 
Dr. Carver's Easy Shave Butter, just one more reason to try Dollar Shave Club. Do it today at dollarshaveclub.com slash roosterteeth. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash roosterteeth. Very smooth. It's, uh, it makes shaving <coughs> much more enjoyable. So smooth. I was going <laughs> to... It's, it's great. It's great stuff. Love it. Um, so I don't think... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to a conversation. I'm going to beat a dead horse. I don't think that they'll distribute via USB. Because it's too easy to plug in your computer. What's, what's the problem with that? It's like that people are just going to be worried about like piracy. Oh, the, the piracy Blu-ray? aspect of it? You plug a Blu-ray into a computer. Yeah, I feel like they have in, sufficient DRM on that. I feel For some reason, I feel like USB is not as secure. I don't know if it's secure. It's just way more efficient and practical. I mean, assuming, though, the TVs... No, it could just play it. It could stream it off of it. Like, Even the bit if, rates are, are crazy. Like, the bit rate would be fine playing it off of USB 3. Here's what I think it's going to be. It's not going to be USB. I think it's either going to be an, a bigger disc... 4K disc, or it will be a service where you can download the entire thing first at a really high bit rate, like a hundred gig download onto a device, and then you play it from that. Yeah, I mean that's what I think that's what uh, Sony does. They have like a, de- a device you can buy that you hook up to your TV, it's like a hard yeah. drive. Yeah, yeah. But I, d- I don't ever want to stream anything. No, I'm, I'm taking a step back. Like Netflix is cool, but you're never watching the best quality. Yeah, it's convenient if it's something you really love. Then yeah. it's got to be hard quality. I want to download the entire thing. I want that with YouTube too. I want to just download a YouTube video. It's mm-hmm. just so much more work to like reauthor all that shit. The crazy thing to me is all the movies already exist, like that you can make in a 4K. Like you essentially have to take the negative or like you know the final film of a movie and then hit scan, and then you have a 4K movie. Like it, the, like all the movies. Like I don't know why it's not easier to start watching. Well, it depends everything. on whether they shot on 16 mil or 35. Oh, but what? Yeah, okay. But I mean, like, every big movie shoots on 35. Yeah. Like, what movie are you thinking that shoots on 16? That's not, like... Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels? All right, well, not that yeah, one, then. That's too fast. <laughs> <laughs> but was it's it just, really like... done on 16? Well, the high speed was done on 16. My old boss did it. And he uh-huh. had a 16 mil photosonics camera that did it. There you go. It's just going to be crazy. Like, you could just... People will just pay for that right now. But they don't have a system. Like, it, it's just... Well, it's, like, it's really expensive to, to do that. To do the scan? Yeah, because you need a, a special clean room. Like, you can't handle the negative, like, the original negative of a film unless you're in a super clean location with, like, people wearing suits and stuff. Not, but, like, dress suits. But like, <laughs> <laughs> suits. It's a super fancy place. Yeah. They require yeah. a tie to get also, in there. Also, well, the frame is massive. So well, they, you, need sh- you need shitloads of hard drives for that stuff, too. Well, they did it at one point. At one point, right? Like, every movie, is a there's a digital file of it. Do you think they didn't get it big enough? Like, do you think it's like, oh, shit, we didn't get it, like, for... We didn't get, like, a 4K, like, snap of all of these movies. Because they exist, right? All of these digital files, they already did it once. Yeah, but With they what? didn't do it. They probably didn't do it at a high enough resolution. You don't think so? No. Why they not? probably did it at whatever was most efficient at the time. Like, why would they do that when 1080 was fine? It's true. I mean, um, if, like, if, if, if you well, I mean, like, they now, first started why, doing this, like, I mean, there was Laserdisc, would... DVD, and then Blu-ray. But I'm sure a lot of the Blu-ray stuff they just took from... Yeah, but like at this point, like it's like saying, well, why didn't they just scan everything in 32K? No, I'm just saying, like, what makes you think they didn't? Well, Maybe they, they would have scanned it at the maximum resolution for that film. Yeah, so but there's it, no it, maximum that, resolution though for film. It's like a chemical like process. There's a maximum clarity that you can get. Like you can't get much more than 4K on film. Really? Yeah. I don't know if it's. Like, if scan, there's no like. I don't think there's any like way to quantify it. Like, like say you scan it. 35 mil a frame at 8K and at 4K. I don't think there's much there. There's much additional. You stuff. don't think, or you know, there's not much there. I'm pretty sure that's like one of those limits where it's like it matches between 35 and 16 is like 4K and HD. Hmm. 
I I'm can't think his word for it. He's, he knows that shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm I remember. Gavin. <laughs> they had like a lot of movies in AK at NAB. They seem pretty good. I agree with you though. It would be to like watch stuff with as minimal loss. All of this possible. is completely wasted on like ninety nine percent of consumers. There you like, go. Everyone I went to see Interstellar with didn't notice the IMAX shots, and like we went out, and I was like, "There's a lot of IMAX in that. That's crazy." And and the, the people were just like, "What do you mean? What are you talking about?" It's like, you know, when the frame went from like this, like a widescreen movie, to like this, like floor to ceiling movie, and they're like, "No idea. Didn't notice that at all." Seamless. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you notice noticed? it? Like cuts, hard cuts between shots. Where it's like, doof, doof, doof. yeah, Batman was the worst about that. Yeah, Batman did it that was a lot. Super jarring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but most it's people, cool uh, though. Like those, those like super big shots look really cool. Yeah, most people don't uh, don't notice. I think I agree with you. Would you notice? Abs- absolutely. Yeah. Good. Man, I got a, I got the worst text message in the world. The text message that I think everybody hates. I got yesterday. You, mom, it, you want to hang out? Was it the one I said? My mom was having computer problems. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and she was like taking... That's going to happen often. Though. She was like taking pictures of her computer screen with her <laughs> iPhone and like texting them to me. And I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got a virus. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I was like, yeah, your computer's been fucked up. Like, you, need, those... you need to turn it off and unplug it right now. Does she have one of those browser windows that has all the like the Yahoo and everything <laughs> attached to it? Smiley central. Yeah. yeah. I, and I feel bad. It's like, I could help you and fix this, but the virus has disabled your internet connection. Like, you can't even get, on, you can't get online. So you have to physically go there and wipe right. yourself. I was like, find someone locally who can, who can help you with one that. One of it's, my grandparents. And, like, and I was like, I texted her, I was like, and don't let them sell you any hardware. I was like, your computer's fine. <laughs> Why don't you just need to remove it? Because she lives like four hours away. Be a good son. She, I got this like at 7 p.m. last night. That's really far to drive to fix someone's computer. You could fly. I, no, I can't. You can't fly. The it. nearest airport to there is San Antonio. <laughs> That's funny. Um, that sucks. One of wow. my grandparents uses a magnifying glass to read text in a browser window. Good lord. And then I think it was either my mom or my dad. That's like you know you could just go control plus 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 or just set the size overall to yeah. much bigger. They were using a magnifying glass on the screen of the computer to read. They want to see like each individual pixel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... I wonder if dead pixels drive them crazy at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Green light. <laughs> <laughs> It's better she called. Does the story, what happened to Paula one time? Uh, she was just at work and she got this message. Oh, you have a virus in Safari. Call this number to fix it. And she didn't want to bug me. So she called and this guy picked up and was like, yeah, you know, you're, I work at Mac. You know, your, your computer's fucked. And she's like, oh, man, what do I need to do? He's like, all right, well, just give me this information. And she was telling me about this. And I was like, this is really, really weird. Like, what? Like, what did he do? And she's like, well, he remote logged to my computer and started taking oh, control God. over it. And I was just kind of watching him, like, change all this stuff. I was like, disconnect your computer now. And she's yeah, like, yeah. He, he was trying to, get, trying to get me to buy some, like, software for it. But I was really busy, so I couldn't. I was oh like, thank God. God. Ugh. He probably did it for her. Yeah. I called him back, and I was just like, hello? He's like, oh, I'm this and this. I was like, do you work at Apple? He's like, well, I'm like, no, 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 no. Do you work at Apple? He's like, No. <laughs> I had a really bad experience with someone taking over my computer one time. It's actually someone you guys might know who I dated when I was very young, who I met on the Rooster Teeth site. I do. I know who you're talking about. Um, Is it Ben? No. What? <laughs> I don't know many people <laughs> on the you, site. I don't know if you were around. <laughs> I like don't know ben. many. This was like in 2004. Um, Laird? This person was really good. <laughs> Shut up. Stop talking. There is. <laughs> There's something wrong with my computer, and this person who I was dating. Knew a lot about computers. Through the internet. Through the internet, yes. 
We did meet in person eventually, though. But um, and he's <laughs> like, "Oh, like let me get remote access to your computer, and I'll go through it and and see if you have any viruses or something." And I was like, "Okay, but it's like two in the morning, so I'm gonna go to bed. And if you want to just like <laughs> do that while I'm sleeping," he's like, "Yeah, of course." I woke up the next morning, and he was just like, "How could you?" I was like, "How could I what?" He's like, "I saw your messages." And I was like, you went through my chat logs? He's like, well, they just happened to be going through, like, I was going through your your things to make sure you had no virus, and I saw them. And I was like, and you read them? He's like, yeah, I saw you talking to other guys. Oh, and my I'm God. Like, okay. You're fucking crazy. So, yeah, you, you, didn't, you didn't actually do anything, right? No. If that happens, and it turns out the other person did do something, who's in the wrong? You're in the wrong for snooping. But if you snoop and find out that your significant other was like cheating on you, they're both awful, terrible people. <laughs> you know, you're not exonerated. No, because you didn't have trust. It's so, both, both bad, but one you would break up about the other one you probably wouldn't have. What are you gonna do? Getting a phone call. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. At least you didn't have a webcam and they didn't watch you sleep like our earlier scenario. <laughs> that wouldn't he, have been. He could have like taken stuff from your computer. He could have saved stuff. He might have. Like, downloaded all your shit. And I was, like, you know. Who are these dudes you're talking to? Just other. You were probably one oh, of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Homewrecker. Yeah. <laughs> I was being like, let's webcam. Here, read the definition of this word. <laughs> <laughs> Did you used to do that? I used to find the most disgusting words I could and make her read the definition. <laughs> <laughs> like, felching and. So I'd just be, like, reading it, and I'd see Gavin on the other side of Skype being like, <laughs> what's felching? Can we read that? <laughs> You'll look up the definition and read it out? Get it done. You want to recreate it, Barbara? You want to read the definition? Yeah. I'll pull it up for you, Barbara. No, I'll let you do it, Brandon. You should have to experience this Um, once in your lifetime. So, like, talking about that, like, uh, about finding, like, snooping through a significant other's chat log or whatever, like, how fucking crazy is that uh, Ashley Madison leak? Oh, my God. People are killing themselves now. Are they? Two people have committed suicide. Fuck. And they think it's related to the the leaks. It's so fucking crazy. Is it people who were on there? I assume. I assume so, who, like... Or people who were cheated on. I would assume one or the other. I don't know directly. Jack from said that. today apparently like the website's members was like ninety percent dudes. Yeah, I think I read that too. Like ninety to ninety five percent dudes. Austin, Austin, Madison. Austin thing I think had was one of the top cities for it, but then it was also one of the top cities for single people that were registered for it as well. Hmm. Austinites just want to find love somehow. Yeah, one way or the other. It's pretty weird. I think there's also a site too. Like you can just give them access to your address book. And they'll tell you if, like, anyone in your address book is registered. That's it's crazy. too much. <laughs> and then some other website has your address book now. Yeah. Are you ever scared of plugging your phone into foreign objects? I know. Norm- like, in a rental car? Because sometimes when you plug it in, the first thing it does is goes, downloading content. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh. What? what are you doing? Some phone, sometimes also, like, um, like with Silver Car, like, you, you rent a car, then it's like, oh, you can, you can Bluetooth sync your phone and mm-hmm. that way you could take phone calls on it. And I'm like, the first time I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Like, I can do hands-free and answer my phone. Then you, you, you know, you sync your Bluetooth. And like you say, the first thing you does like, downloading contacts. Then, like, you look at it. It's like every contact you have is on the car. And I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if, you, if you leave that, is that stuck in the car? If you leave, I don't know. Like, does everyone just have a way? Right. Things? Yeah. So it's like, I don't do that anymore because I'm just scared that there my needs to be, be an option in the phone that says... Never download con- Never download anything when you connect to a new device. Well, usually you only allow music, only allow voice. Or it's like when you plug your phone into a new computer. It's like trust or don't trust. Usually yeah. it says like you have to put your passcode in for it to start downloading. At least on mine. Yeah, but, but some, some of the stuff I want to send through the car, like music or 
from calls. Yeah, but not others. And it's the same with with the plane. Like when you charge your phone on a plane, I don't know what it's doing with my phone. There's an Uber driver because who asked me if I wanted to charge my phone, and he like handed me the cord. I'm like, no. Uh, Do you have you ever been on a plane where you, where it has USB? Yeah. And if you're listening to a movie and you pause the movie, you just hear kind of like the the normal sort of feedback of the plane through mm-hmm. your ears. But if you plug in your phone, you can hear it go like like it's like this data movement. Mm. And you can hear it when your phone's plugged in. And when you unplug the phone, it goes away. It's weird. Something's happening when a phone's plugged into the, There's a, to the lightning cable. Do you I get felching. Really. Okay, yeah. go for it. Felching. Read it like you're re- a 14-year-old oh, the, the, the definite. Like Keep in mind, read. I had to read this when I was 16. Yeah, uh, Gavin. The act of sucking <laughs> semen from any human, any human orifice. Why? The act of sucking semen from any human orifice, example, anus, vagina, it can be done with a drinking straw when semen is deep inside the rectum. Like a regular straw or a crazy no, straw? No, a drinking straw, you dipshit. You can have multiple <laughs> types of drinking straws. <laughs> does this bring memories back for you? Sure does. <coughs> 20 you words. You like this, though, when there's, we there's something annoying. Like you're talking about <laughs> plugging your phone into a plane. There's something annoying I've seen on some planes where... Um, Other people are on them? Yeah, all the people are on them, which is This one terrible. says freshly one, ejaculated yeah. semen. I don't know if it I matters. I prefer mine aged. Um, <laughs> it's, where, it's like you can plug like your phone cheese. into the entertainment center so you can like play your music or your movies on the screen. But have, have, you, have you ever seen that? No. The, the trick is, or the, the fucked up thing is, it doesn't, it's not just like a normal USB port. Like It's a special weird adapter that, they, that they'll sell you on the plane. Uh. It's like 35 bucks or something. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Like, I why isn't it just a fucking USB port? bucks? Yeah. I don't Fuck know that. why. Like, because a lot of the time, a, a screen on a plane sucks. Like, there's people's mucky fingerprints yeah. all over it, and it's gammy and crap. But your iPad screen is always lovely. So why can't you just stream movies from the plane through the air into your iPad? Mm-hmm. Why can't you do that? I've been on some getting flights greedy. that do that. Like, you, uh, you just have to connect. Like, Southwest kind of does that, where you just have to connect your laptop <laughs> Yeah, so on your head. <laughs> you just have to connect your device to the in-flight Wi-Fi, and even if you don't buy the Wi-Fi, you can watch television or movies. That's great. That that's are streamed. Way better. Yeah. That's the, cool. So Southwest does it, just like fine with like Flash or some. No, not Flash, because you. I don't know. They do it somehow. But there's some airlines, like I think United does it, where you have to install a custom like codec or like a custom uh, like player that plays in your browser and plays in Wi-Fi. Like I don't want to do wank. that. Yeah, that's really wild. We amp. I, f- I feel like they could cut down a lot of the weight. Like, uh, under those seats with the entertainment thing, there's always, like, a big thing that's in the way of your legs. Mm-hmm. It's, like, I guess powering that thing and keeping the movies there and storing it all onto the screen or something. I think that's... Uh, isn't that where the life jacket is? No, it's under your seat. This is under the seat in front. Right. Like the, uh, that's the life jacket for the person in front No, of it's, like, to the side. It's, like, bulky and it's, like, okay. vertical like this. You'll see it. I know. I, know. It's, I, know. Uh, I feel like they could get rid of all of those if there was just one big central streaming hub to each. Yeah, if there was just... Wi-Fi. Yeah, just Wi-Fi and, like, maybe, like, 10 hard drives. I'm sure everything that's on a plane is there for a reason. But yeah, think, but, I mean, an ashtray is on a plane. What's the point of that? Yeah, like, I think that shit's, like, old legacy stuff. They just yeah. need to tear out. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that there's a light that says no smoking. Do you think there's just, like, this community expectation or standard of what's okay to watch on a plane? Because, <clears throat> yeah. like, you can watch Game of Thrones, you're like, this is no big deal, and then all of a sudden, this, like, huge sex scene just pops up and it's like you know everybody around you can like see well, it even if just... someone's like in their underwear or something you still feel weird watching it on a plane because you're just like oh you're in a movie <laughs> 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 on their plane 
in a movie. <laughs> in a movie. I don't. I don't feel bad. Don't look at my damn screen. Oh, for I mean, real. it's just that screen is just for me. If you're watching it, yeah. But how are you? Are you like just plopping it on the seat in front of you? Or? I'll do the thing where like. I put my movie in a window and like I'll like drag it to the side <laughs> and I'll like drag it back when it's done or yeah. something like I, I just feel awkward because normally I'm like, sitting in the aisle and I feel like everyone down the aisle can see yeah, yeah. And what's like, on my screen. Like let's say you're watching Game of Thrones. It's like there's nothing wrong with that and probably the majority of the people on that flight watch it. But if there's like a nudity scene, you're just like, I swear I'm not like getting excited by this. Or well, I mean, or, like, you know, this for I mean, would you be annoyed if someone was reading the text that you was, the, the, you were writing? Yeah, that would be annoying. Yeah. So just. That, Get one of those same, screen privacy things. It's I don't, just the I same thing. They shouldn't be looking at it. Yeah. But this, say if someone was going to read this, the text, you'd have to be like immediately next to you. I actually do something sure. that I perceive as nice. I always put subtitles on when I'm watching a movie so that if someone happens to be seeing the screen, they could watch it with me. <laughs> no, but then you're encouraging them. <laughs> oh, it's... <laughs> you're complaining that they're looking at your screen, but then you're being nice no, to I'm, them. No, I'm not complaining. You are ultimately Canadian. I'm saying you I don't... so polite. <laughs> I don't pick movies that I wouldn't want other people to watch. With, like, Why? That people wouldn't judge me for. Like, are, I usually are you tired watch, like, of watching movies. the Lego movie on flights? Never. I love that You know movie. how much money you paid for that seat? It's your seat. Just do whatever you want there. Yeah. What if you didn't, anyone else. you didn't really care? You just set up your like iPad with subtitles and put some shitty movie on there, and there's <laughs> yeah. someone uh, behind you who's I'm like, "I want to look away, but I can't." <laughs> I'm watching Jack and Jill. <laughs> Enjoy. God. Um, there was a, there was that other Adam Sandler movie that came out earlier this year that I'd never heard of until like just one day it was available to stream, and I guess like it was the same day that they had it in theaters. The Cobbler. Have you ever even heard of this movie? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's like some Adam Sandler movie where he pay, plays Does like he play himself. Was it his shoe? He plays Is it a, one of his serious movies? I don't know. And his I, love I watched interest. a trailer for it once and it looked terrible and I don't remember anything about it. He was also in Pixels that came out recently too. Pixels. Was that movie good? <laughs> I've heard Probably nothing not. but terrible things about oh. it. Why are you sad about that? Because it looked funny. When I saw this, I was like, this is going to be entertaining. Yeah, it's got Peter Dinklage in a mullet. <laughs> and, and Pac-Man biting a Japanese man's arm. Yeah. Comedy. <laughs> it looks so fucking, <laughs> fucking stupid. Oscar winner right there. I actually prefer the screens that are on the back of the seats because whenever i have a laptop or an ipad you have to like look down because usually you have it on your tray or something on your on your lap so you have to look down but if it's on the seat you could just like sit in the chair normally and look straight yeah, but the screens are so shitty they're usually fine some of them are good some of them have the like anti-stair stuff from the side yeah anti-stair i don't know what it's called i can't help people that way <laughs> well then they have their own screen you're there with a really mirror want. trying to reflect your version <laughs> yeah. back in there putting the brightness up all the way could they kick me off the plane if i was watching air disasters it'd probably make a lot of people uncomfortable yeah i don't know if they could kick you off the plane what if i was like guys this is for us we need this to is i'm just this is just research here because i'm just looking oh, at so normally I, I i love air disasters i watch that show all the time yeah and normally um esther hates it she's like how can you watch yeah, this? Paul, I can't Paul believe hates it. it as well. But I, I watched one this past weekend that like <clears throat> Esther was riveted on. Which one? Like she absolutely loved it. It was the the FedEx seven hundred five. It's it was a FedEx flight from Memphis to San Jose, where another FedEx employee like hitched a ride to get on the plane, and then he tried to kill everyone on the plane and crash it. So it's like oh. he 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 attacked the pilots and the flight engineer with a hammer. Oh. And tried to kill them, but then they fought him back. And then while they were all fighting in the plane, the co-pilot started doing a barrel roll and oh like diving God. the plane to try to like keep the attacker off of his feet. Holy fuck! And then the when, so they eventually fight the guy off. And then when they land, like they interviewed like the paramedic who was the first one on the plane. He was like, 
the whole plane was covered in blood. It's like there were footprints on the ceiling. Oh, it was like just the blood. It was like a washing like, machine so of blood. Why did this guy go crazy? He uh, wanted to make it look like a uh, a plane crash, so he his family would get life insurance. Oh, gotta watch out for those people with those. Life, those yeah, because apparently, like, if he died in a work related accident, his family would get two point five million dollars. So he was willing to kill a bunch of people. Yeah, obviously, like a disturbed individual. Wow. To get a gun, for Christ's sake. Well, he said that um, the reason his rationale was the injuries caused by like a hammer like that would be almost indistinguishable from a plane crash. So no one would be able to tell yeah, what happened. And he had, he had tried to disable the cockpit voice recorder mm. so there would be no indication of what actually went wrong. That is so fucked up. Well, there was a, remember this, there was a disgruntled airline worker who got fired, but he still had his credentials. So he got on the plane with a gun and... He was like, you know, he shot a couple people, and it was like this perfect movie villain, movie villain ending to the whole uh, plane crash. The uh, attendant came on and talked to the pilot and said, "There's a problem." And the pilot, like, you know, opened up the, you know, uh, opened up the into the main cabin. He was like, "What's the problem?" And then the guy with the gun turned to him and said, "I'm the problem," and you know shot him but it was like the perfect setup and like end tagline like if you're the guy you have to be like this is fucked up but i totally nailed it <laughs> <laughs> got it this is fuck yeah because like they that? i mean they were recording Can you imagine it if he flubbed it if he was like i right, you're uh, d- damn it, damn it. <laughs> close the door let's do it again <laughs> no no <laughs> i uh one time i was i've, I've ne- so i've flown a lot right I yeah mean, we've talked about this a lot like i've been on many many flights one time uh i was flying out of sacramento and I was on a, it was a smaller plane. It was like a, an Embraer. And uh, it was, there were not very many people in the flight. It was, it was a Sacramento to Austin nonstop. And I remember I was like, for some reason, I was one of the first people on the plane. And I got in, I sat down, and like I saw the flight attendants and uh, the captain and uh, first officer talking. And I kind of overheard them. And I don't remember exactly what they said, but uh, the flight attendants, the head flight attendant was like, okay, so, you know, uh, I'll take off, you know, whatever. Uh, if there's a problem, you know, the code word, what I'll say over the, the flight is, you know, I'll say this sentence and you'll know that something's wrong. The pilot's like, okay, got it. And I was like, what the fuck was that? What was it? Did you I, hear the I sentence? I, I heard this. I don't remember what it is you now. You should have memorized the sentence and said it to the flight attendant. She'd be like, <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> but I was like, do they always do that? Like, I've never heard that they on another They probably have flight. some type of code word or code <laughs> phrase that they use. I'm sure they do. Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah but it was- Unless it was, they're flying to Oklahoma. <laughs> but since I'd never, I'd never heard it before, I was like, should I be worried? Is there, is yeah. there like a, a threat or some kind of problem I should know about? Just touch the plane before you get on, you're fine. We yeah. had one of those at the supermarket I worked at, where there was, there was always a sentence that they would read out over the loudspeaker, like they would name a fake employee to go somewhere, and everyone would be like, oh, someone's shoplifting. So like all the, the beefier looking people would go to the door mm-hmm. to try and, because de- you could never stop anyone from stealing, you could just try and deter them. And some people knew this. Like, there was a guy who always used to steal stuff. He used to come in, like, grab a bottle of whiskey and be like, I'm taking it. And then we'd, we'd just be like, all right, bye. <laughs> call the you didn't call again. the police as soon yeah, as you saw him? call the police, yeah, but it's like... But I mean, as soon as you saw him walking in, you'd be like, oh, shit. I guess, like, he, he did it enough times and eventually we stopped letting him in. Why but... aren't you taught not to actually follow people shoplifting outside the store? Because then it's, you could put yourself in danger. As just, like, an employee of a grocery store or, like, a Target. Yeah, we're just told never to do. Just let... If yeah. anyone, let even happen. if anyone, like attacked you on a on a checkout with a object wouldn't be a gun probably but the orientation at Bennigan's tells you just you had to, to give them the money yeah if somebody walks away and they don't pay you just let them go yeah. it's the same thing like at a bank where or like a bank robber will just show a note like give me all your money yeah well, it's different like 
someone robbing a bank is different than someone just like casually stealing. Eggs. No, but I mean, like in the scenario he was giving, where he's like, he said, if someone tries to steal from a cashier, yeah. Oh, see, so okay. it's relevant, you motherfucker. I didn't hear if you were listening the to the conversation part. that was happening. I didn't hear you it. would see how fucking relevant it was. It was so, I'm so far away. Usually, I'm used to being on the couch. Are what you? if the three of us sit there? That would just be awkward. We need a small couch. This couch sucks. This is, I'm sick of hearing <laughs> shit talked about that couch. It's a nice couch. I think <laughs> the it's couch pretty. is fine. I only do it because Look how long it is. You can fit four people on this thing. Yeah, yeah three easily. Yeah. So why don't I, like, you know, come on. <laughs> the pillows are sitting here. Yeah, the pillows have to have a place, Brandon. I just, I can't believe I've dealt with this. Do you think if you hear about it enough, you'll eventually just get a new couch? No, that makes me want to keep this couch more. Gavin, have I ever <laughs> told you how much I love this couch? I'm going to talk about how much <laughs> I love this couch all the time. Um, so I feel compelled to talk about how someone's making a lot of noise over there. Uh, I feel compelled to talk about the fact that we're going to be at PAX Prime. Oh, yeah. This, oh. Uh, this weekend. Uh, we're going to be there the entire show from Friday to Monday. I won't be there Monday, but Barbara will be there Monday. I'm going to be the only person at the booth on Monday. Why? Because everyone else flies out on Sunday Why or Monday morning. Because PAX goes till Monday. I don't know why everyone else is leaving early. I'm, I'm leaving early because I'm going early. I'm, yeah. I'm, it's, so. PAX goes Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday this year. So what? You're going Thursday? No, I'm going even earlier. He, he's going for something else. Yeah, I got, I got something else I got to do first. Doing business? There. Yeah, doing business nice. in Seattle. So um, come meet Barbara at, at our booth on Monday. I'll be there standing and waving. Waving like the queen. All of us before then. And we're also going to, Funhouse is going to be doing Dude Soup Live on Saturday uh, at a place there really close to the convention center. It's walking distance. And uh, tickets are still on sale. You can pick some up. They had a thing at the YouTube space. They right? did. They just had it. How was it? You were there It was this great. Those guys are really funny. What do they do on stage? They just, just do a podcast. They have a, they had gameplay going. They were playing Fallout Shelter, I believe. And uh, they just do like a podcast. They talk about games and, and other topics and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's cool. just like the Dude Soup podcast. But yeah, exactly. Live. Yay. These guys are funny as dicks. Those guys are really funny. Makes me mad. James is funny as hell. And they're, they're all happy. funny. They're all way funnier than us. <laughs> like, and I watch happy. their content and I'm just like, man. That'd be nice. To be yeah, like funny. like when you know they first joined Rooster Teeth and like they put like their first videos out and I was watching. I was like, those guys are way funnier. Than us. <laughs> <laughs> was, it was like the first video they put out. I was like, that's fucking hilarious. Like, <laughs> the jig is really up. Funny. I was like, everyone's gonna know we're phonies now. Yep. So, <laughs> People already know that though. Yeah. So uh, go check that out. Uh, and then in non-event related news, uh, we have a new uh, podcast we're launching tomorrow. Uh, Sports ball. Uh, yeah. So actually, it's Football. Tuesday. So if you're watching the live stream, it's tomorrow. If you're not, it might be out already. Uh, but it's going to be Tuesday on the website. You can check it out. It's going to be uh, sports-related stuff. At 5 o'clock p.m., correct? Yeah, featuring Joel Heyman, Jack Patillo, and Tyler Coe. Bum, bum, bum. Who's standing right behind the camera right now. We had a meeting uh, about it a couple weeks ago. We went out for drinks and like food. Joel's crazy. You were in that meeting? Yeah. What, what did you contribute was, to that meeting? I think it was my – I said we should meet and then Tyler was like, yeah. But what, like, what did you put forward in that meeting? Like, what was some of your input to that meeting? Well, now I'm on the spot. That's You're on the spot. I'm on hiatus. I had a lot of input. Oh, you did? Yeah. you I've been involved in the sports stuff for a while. I love when Brandon's voice goes high. Um. <laughs> I've just seen you add stuff to other meetings. I'm trying to picture what you would add to that meeting. Sports. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> We're all just I think uh, I think the sports ball logo is my favorite logo. It looks really good. Out. I haven't seen it. Do we have it? Can we show it? Are we allowed to show it? I don't know. They probably don't even have it. 
They have it queued up. Oh, Patrick has it. Vamp, quick, vamp, Wait, Brandon. I think we could chat. Do you not, do you not like tomorrow? me chiming in in the Monday morning meetings? Do I, I talk think you're too fine. Much? It's just. I think you have a lot of important things to say, Brandon. Yeah, you got a lot on. You got a lot of, you got a lot of hands. You and got a lot, a lot of pots. on. A lot of hands and a lot of pots. Yeah, it's good. Um, I just, you know, I just try and picture you doing stuff. I'm just like, say it. You're, you're <laughs> trying to say something. It's such a weird dig at Brandon that you're trying yeah, to Yeah, it's not a dig. <laughs> It's I'm just, just trying to picture. I'm trying to picture you contributing anything. Uh, to anything. The most important thing we were talking about is just like having fun, because basically the whole show is a. Whenever we want to talk sports on the podcast, and then Bernie and Gus would yell at us to stop talking about. No, sports. no, no, no. You're you're not remembering that correctly. <clears throat> we would yell at Jack because he would get obsessively detailed about it to the level that nobody cares. Jack okay. getting obsessively so, detailed. So congrats on having him on your first episode, Tyler. I'm really sorry <laughs> in advance. So yeah, it's just. Kind of like doing the stuff that we would normally talk about on like outside of the office or in the office and talking about it on the show. There it is. That looks real. That looks like a real thing. Do you know why I like it so much? Why? Look at the look at the balls. Because penis. I gotta say that is way too close to the Arsenal (laughs) emblem, though. Crystal Palace number four. Sports ball. The rankings. (laughs) Really? That is a nice. That is a nice logo. Nah, it's too similar to Arsenal. You done good. Sports ball. It's gonna be a decent show. It's going to exist. Brandon's going to contribute. All right. Well, we got to wrap up. So uh, thanks for watching, everybody. We'll uh, hopefully see you guys at uh, PAX this weekend. I'm going to And make sure you check out Sports Ball tomorrow. Mm. Love you. Bye.